Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. What do you think of when you think of the word efficiency? Most people think of how to organize things so they can get more done in less time by using their minds and their actions. Today we're going to talk about how to become radically more efficient by leveraging the power of spirit. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to help to begin to clear the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's get started. Dennis? You know, Karen, with your introduction, you caught me with that, uh, that term, that phrase that you used, radically more efficient. Mm -hmm. Can you help me with that? Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever noticed this about the divine timing. It's extremely precise. So let's imagine that you normally leave the house every day at 8 o'clock in the morning to go to work. And then one day you're late by not very much time, three minutes. But it causes you to stop at a stoplight that you normally wouldn't have. And then you get to work just slightly later than you would have. But as you arrive at work, you bump into someone that you normally wouldn't have and you haven't seen for a very long time. And that person happens to share with you something in their life that changes the course of yours. But you never would have met them had you not been just a little bit late that day. So my point about radical efficiency is that spirit is incredibly precise, extraordinarily efficient. There is nothing in your experience, nothing that has wasted that has to bring you to this point right now, nothing. So even for example, for myself, in doing this video series, Everything in my life until right now has brought me to the learning to even do this. Like I, you know, I learned this sort of system of how to video and stuff like that, or even had the idea to do a video like three years ago from somebody, you know, that I met through somebody else. You know, like I just wouldn't have found that whole thing and I didn't know what I was going to use it for. And now three days, years later, here I am using it. So my point is that nothing in in your experience is wasted. It's extremely efficient and it's theirs precisely to give you the lessons that you actually chose that you don't remember before you came into this lifetime to transcend, accelerate, grow. So that's what I mean by massively or radically efficient because that consciousness, the pure source, knows everything that's happening at any moment in time in the all that is. And we know like this much, like ah, I can't even make it, I can make thinking they're that small compared to the all that is, right? So how can you think that that's less efficient than us? I mean, if you tap into that, then that's way more efficient than our little minds. You know, the, the mantra that I like to use is perfect. Mm -hmm. And so if you can really sit back and relax and just allow for that, mm -hmm. that things are perfect. They are. Boy, it just takes a lot of stress and strain mm -hmm. and, you know, and sometimes it doesn't look like it yeah. and sometimes it doesn't feel like it. Yep. But just allowing that. Mm -hmm. So. We may not like it. 
But you know, it's funny. It's often the things that some, not often, well, no, for me, it's often. Often, when I feel like, oh, I really, I don't want to meet this person, make the phone call, do this task, whatever it is, and then I do it, somehow something happens. It was like more pleasurable than I expected. They led me to something else that I wasn't expecting. Something, you know, something happens. And it's, if I, once I let go of my resistance to the, yeah, then things can happen. So it's, you have to, you know, even if it doesn't feel good in the and moment. So, and so <laughs> circling back, that's how you tie into this concept of radically more efficient. Yes. If I can, if I can get out of the way, yep. and uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure just having done these segments with you mm-hmm. that part of this is releasing those distortions mm-hmm. and allowing myself to operate from my true essence mm-hmm. and just being okay with that is just that efficiency. Just, it just, yeah. you know, that's kind of the magical part of yeah, it all. Exactly. So, so leveraging the efficiency of spirit requires that we surrender to pure source. Surrender. Yeah. So as an overachiever doer, that was the <laughs> hardest thing that anyone could ever ask me to do. I'm not going to surrender to like, anybody. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Pretty <Next>. much no. <laughs> so anyhow, but um, in, any, in any case, to get to where I am, that had to happen. And it ha- continues to happen. It's not like there's one level of surrender. And you're like, hooray, done. At least that's not my experience. Perhaps that will be other people's experience. But for me, there continues to be levels of surrender that I experience and levels of, um, of and I'm going to use a word that will scare some people, but a level of what I would call the death space, which is not something to fear. It's simply a space where something transitions into something else. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Just like... Once a plant, a tree dies in the forest, you need the tree to die in order to provide nutrients to the soil so there can be new plants that feed on those nutrients to grow, right? So the death space is simply a place where new things can begin, okay? So you need that period of transition. So in recognizing and not resisting both the death space and the life space, let's call it that, or the growth or whatever, if you're neutral with all that stuff, then you can really tap into the efficiency of spirit. And the thing is to not be attached. So I I know I've said this a number of times and it sounds like that's bloody easy and it really just is not, okay? So it doesn't. In the mind, when you hear that, if I had heard that from myself two years ago, I probably would have wanted to smack me. Okay, like just really shut up. However, what I will say is um, to my past self and anyone else who feels that way, I, I get it. And once you start to clear the distortion patterns, you will understand what I'm saying. It will get to the point that you do come to a point of neutrality without even exactly realizing. You'll have extreme experiences sometimes, and then you'll be able to be okay with them, accept them, be with them, and that makes you stronger. So then you've already capitalized on the experience. You don't need to experience that anymore. And so you move upwards. And so the thing is about the neutrality, it sounds like some like bizarre out there, like, thing that I'm talking about on the religious terms or something. I'm not talking, I'm talking about void of that. It's just a state that you enter once you start to do this work. 
and you don't have to try that hard. It just happens. Let, let me, you you mentioned death space, and mm-hmm. like you said, you know, that's going to stir some folks. Yeah. Let me, let me throw out a word and see if it fits. Yeah. Uh, stillness. Uh, yes, but the death space is actually a space where you have to let something go. So it's not just stillness, it is stillness. So yes, stillness, and the release of something. So the death space indi- is in, it's implicit, in, implicit in the death space is the release of something, an old form of something, an old attachment to something. Hmm. You know, so that's what I mean by the death space. So it's a releasing of the former you okay. or the former attachment, that type okay. of thing. So that's not necessarily a bad thing because as we release these things, we become lighter yeah. and lighter and lighter and lighter. And it's not something to be feared. It's actually kind of enjoyable. I mean, it may not feel great in the moment because it's hard sometimes to release things because we're attached to them. So there's often grief or, you know, whatever yeah. around it. And we move through them and we let those things go. Yeah. And then we feel like, oh, wow, we're like lighter and brighter. It's like clearing out your house, right? If you have a lot of stuff and you look at all your mementos and all your albums and you're looking at all this stuff and you're like, oh, this thing, I really want it. And then when you finally let it go, you're like, oh, it's gone. You know, and you've enjoyed it and you've received the value and, the, and the, the pleasure of having that thing. But now you can let it go. But in that letting go is like sort of a, the emptying, the death space is what I mean by that. It's it's kind of like that ultimate letting go. Yeah. And and what's what's right behind that is the opportunity for something else to come in. To come in. Yes. And that is in part that radical efficiency. Yeah. So you have to. No, you have to. In order to really leverage the efficiency of spirit, you must be in acceptance of, okay with, comfortable with that death space and the growth space and then the death space again and then the growth space and then the death space because it's a cycle, it's a circle, right? So that requires that neutrality of non-attachment to whatever, because you have, in order to let something go, you have to detach from it. (laughs) It's hard if you're attached to it, right? I mean, you can't let it go. That's part of the implicit challenge. So anyway, that's part of it. So that's when you can, because what will happen is when you release that thing, what comes in often is so much greater, especially as you're doing this work. Because you're saying, I surrender to this. I open, I surrender to it. And then what comes in next, you're like, wow, what was that? That was like, that was much more tremendous than what was there before. And then at some point again, you'll yeah. release that. So that is harnessing yeah. the efficiency of spirit in part. But but I can see and I can feel that to start this process, mm-hmm. it sounds a little scary. Absolutely. And yeah. it's it's going to bring up quite a bit of fear inside of me because okay. I I know what it is that I've got right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not the best thing for me, but at least I know it. Yeah. And so what you're saying is. It does take that letting go. It does. And also your willingness to be like, do I really want to muscle through this in the same way that I always have repeating the same things over and over and over again? And what I will also say is that once you start this work, it's easier to let go than you think. It's easier to let go than you think. And over time it gets easier. Easier. Yes. And what I would say is because we become familiar with the letting go process, we're like, oh, that's that thing again. It's letting go. Oh, this a little bit sucks. Oh, but it's not, it's actually not that bad. (laughs) it's almost like in the allowing of the emotion so in the efficiency of spirit what it's required even though it's funny that we talk about spirit being efficient is to a recognize that we need to surrender to pure source secondly be comfortable with the 
death space and the cycle of life, death, yeah. life. Yeah. And what I would also say is um, to know, as you say, that it is from a greater perspective exactly as it's meant to be because it's happening to you right now. So, okay, so that's what's happening. So what are you going to learn from this? Yeah. Right? As opposed to yeah. happening to you yeah. being like, oh my God, mm. I'm being overwhelmed with this horrifying thing. Be like, okay, this, hor this thing's happening to me. Hmm. Okay, what am I learning from this? What am I learning? There's something here. I don't know what it is yet, yeah. but there's something because it's, it's happening yeah. to me. So, and as you do more and more frequency work, the, you will become efficient in of yourself because you'll start to mirror spirit in the sense that you'll, instead of things be, like being a victim to things, everything will become an opportunity for growth. Everything, which is really spectacular. It's really amazing. So it doesn't really matter what happens because you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna learn something from it, you know? And some of the things I might not like, but yeah. I'll learn something, yeah. 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 So I, you know, as I think about the folks that are listening, though, mm -hmm. is that when I do start this process, mm -hmm. it it could be a little intimidating. Yeah. And uh, it's it's going to challenge me, mm -hmm. and it's going to take some courage mm -hmm. and some strength, especially at the beginning. That's yeah. That's what I you know I'm thinking about the folks that are kind of seeing you maybe for the one of the first times. Mm -hmm. is, you know, what she's talking about sounds a little, you know, mm -hmm. so it does take courage and strength and at the beginning, you know, mm -hmm. to move through this. And the other thing is, it is a process. It's not like, oh, one session, boom. No. No. Um, for, for some people, they move faster than others. Yeah. So it's actually fewer sessions than other yeah. people who need yeah. more. And it also depends how far and fast you want to go. Yeah. And that's totally up to you. So that's really great. Yeah. And what I'll just, going back to the efficiency of spirit, is that if you can tap into that, just think of the perfection of the timing of the all that is. Yeah. If you can leverage that yeah. in your beingness, that's pretty amazing. And what that means is allowing for that to show up in your life and following it, as opposed to like striving to control it, mm -hmm. to simply follow. And that is in part surrender, but also a willingness to be guided. Yeah. So it requires a certain amount of humility in addition, or neutrality, right? To be like, okay, yeah. I actually don't know everything. Something else does. I think I'll follow that. <laughs> Seems like a good idea. Well, I think a number of people are going to have that feeling as they watch this, is that for some reason, this Karen person mm -hmm. came into their life. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, they're kind of like, hmm, you know, but that, you know, just that tremendous radical efficiency. Yes. Of She's here for a reason. Yeah. Now, I, I didn't show I, up accident. I, and, but, but what I can do, Karen, I've got free will. I can block that. Yep. I can turn off the video. Yep. I can go elsewhere about my day. Yep. You know, if I wish. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's where the strength and the courage to kind of, okay, let's see. I'm going to start to move through this and just see if what she's talking about is real. Yeah. 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 So, it's wild. Oh, it's totally amazing. <laughs> and there's a lot of, um, really, if surrender is hard, really just use the word follow. Follow. Just follow. Follow. I call it following the energetic breadcrumbs. That's what I'm doing. It's like, you know Hansel and Gretel's story? Like, okay. Yeah. Right? It's like that kind of, you're just following the energetic breadcrumbs. But instead of going to the Wicked Witch's house, you end up to somewhere awesome. Yeah. 
<laughs> instead. <laughs> and, and, I, and I have to tell you, and I think I mentioned this to you the other day, you have become the master of following the crumbs because yeah. <laughs> uh, I can tell, you know, as I've gotten to know you, mm -hmm. that, boy, you really do have an efficiency of, ah, uh, yes, no, yeah. yes, no. Yeah. And, you know, at first we don't have that. Yeah. But with time, yes. it does become easier. And it's, it has to do with trust, exactly. So the thing is, it's about trust and confidence in yourself and your knowingness, which only comes from the clarity of having the distortion patterns removed. For most people, yeah. I'm not saying for everyone, because I'm sure there are people who are different, but for most people, yeah. they need that in order to have that kind of clarity or that level of trust or that level of being okay with whatever comes. And when I say surrender, I just want to make it very clear. I don't mean surrender from weakness. In our culture, when we talk about surrender, we talk about it as if like we're powerless. Oh my God, like you're, yeah. you know, knife against the throat, back against the wall, like, uh, surrender, yeah. okay? That's how we think of surrender. Surrender, especially for you men out there, I do not mean surrender from weakness. I mean surrender from strength. Yeah. And surrender from strength is a vastly different yeah. be, uh, thing. And what that means is, it is because you have the strength and the knowingness in your being that you can transcend whatever comes across your path. So it is totally fine to surrender in this moment because it doesn't matter what it is. You have the strength to transcend. It doesn't matter. That is surrender from strength. So when I say surrender, please don't mistake it from yeah. that of weakness. I mean oh. it from a point of strength. Well, that's very powerful. I think that's a perfect place to wrap this up. Thank you so much, Karen. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration of leveraging the efficiency of spirit. So first, let's become aware of our bodies. And noticing how you're holding your body. What are your shoulders doing, your hands doing? What's tight, what's not? Where is there tension? How is the weight being held in your body? Good. And now becoming aware of three inanimate objects in the room or the space around you and your relative position vis-a-vis -vis these objects. Mm -hmm. Good. 
So the reason that we're doing this is because in order to most efficiently leverage spirit or the efficiency of spirit, you need to be very present and in your body and in the eternal now, if possible, or at least in sync with time. When you're present in the body and in sync with time, then the efficiency of spirit is much easier to access. Okay, so that's why we're doing what we're doing first. So now that you're aware of your spatial orientation, in addition to your body, let's bring our attention, focus awareness to our solar plexus, from our belly button all the way to the base of our sternum. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a single breath here together. Inhaling, holding your breath in for a count of four. And whenever you have completed your four count, noticing how, how long your count is. Is it super short? Or is it very long? Just notice what you've chosen. And whenever you've completed that four count, releasing all the air out of your lungs and holding your breath out for a count of six. Good. And as we're waiting for the mastermind to gel and for people to complete their breath who have long breaths, The rest of us bringing our attention, focus, awareness to our lower belly, from our pubic bone all the way to our belly button. Mm -hmm. Breathing normally here. And while we wait for the mastermind to gel, for those of you who are new, please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. and that I'll be making noises on my end. So you'll hear me exhale sharply. You might hear me yawn, even though I'm not tired. You may hear me hum. And more and more, I'm working in silence, especially when I'm working at the higher level frequencies, because it requires more focus. And when I'm working at the higher level frequencies, why that benefits you is because I can more effectively and efficiently remove more of the distortion patterns, and you guys have less detox. So that's an awesome benefit. Good. So now that the mastermind has gelled, becoming aware of your lower belly, and let's go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, how can I become even more aware 
of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of a brilliance deep at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this brilliance, it will begin to intensify as you keep your attention on it. And as it intensifies, it expands outwards through your cells, through your bone structure, through your flesh, and eventually out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Good. And as you focus on this brilliance, I'm working at source level to increase your natural bandwidth. In terms of your connection to pure source. Bring your attention now, please, to your solar plexus between your belly button and the base of your sternum. The first distortion pattern that we're going to remove is that of the resistance to discomfort with, or in some cases, depending on the subgroup, fear of surrender. So we need to, in order to leverage the efficiency of spirit, be surrendered to pure source. The more surrendered we are only to pure source, 
the more we can tap into the tremendously efficient consciousness that pure source is. So this is going to scare some of you because surrender implies uh, a lack of control and for some of you weakness, which is a lineage pattern distortion. So surrender, however, is to oneself, one's higher self and to pure source. So there's nothing to fear here. If it's helpful, please watch the video on surrender from strength. As we do more and more frequency work, we continue to surrender from strength. It's a pretty big distinction there. So if you find surrender hard, that's a good resource. In any case, removing this distortion pattern from the solar plexus. In the same spot of your solar plexus, this is about control, okay? The distortion pattern of control and underlying that fear of the unknown. So we're going to deal with both distortion patterns that are twinning together in a, pun, in a bundle. So we're going to remove the distortion pattern of the fear of the unknown and also um, the control pattern. So control... Uh, for a large subgroup of you shows up on both from both ends of the spectrum, meaning con needing to control things to make yourself feel safe and or being controlled by others. Okay. So just a note that for many of you, both of these ends of the spectrum of control show up for you. Okay. So pulling out the distortion pattern of control For some of you, actually a number of you, this is going to show up in layers. So, but pulling all of this out from this layer. In addition to the fear pattern.
Okay. So now bring your attention, please, between your belly button and your heart space. So this is a distortion pattern of fear of failure. So um, that you'll even be able to do this, that it's even possible, that maybe you'll be able to do a little bit and then not be able to do it later. Whatever it is, removing this distortion pattern because it's always about learning. So perhaps you're totally in the flow and in the efficiency of spirit for, I don't know, even a few minutes, and then you pop out of it. Well, if you forget about it for a day or two or a week or a month, you can pull yourself back in by listening to this recording or becoming very present in your body and becoming aware of your surroundings or whatever methodology works best for you. So... It's not really failing, it's just about remembering to come back out of the mind into a higher level order. So you don't have to worry about failing. So let's remove this fear of failure. Excellent. Bring your attention, please, now to your xiphoid process, which is right at the base of your sternum. So your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest, where your ribs meet in front of your body, and the xiphoid process is that point that's a little bit tender, that fleshy point right under the sternum where it's a bit tender when you press it. So what I'm going to do is, as you have your attention here, I'm going to work on you for a couple of minutes in silence to help you internally strengthen so you can move towards neutrality irrespective of what level you're at. The more neutral we become, the easier it is to tap into the efficiency of spirit. So it's 
good. The last distortion pattern we're going to remove is again at the Xiphoid process. And this is about self-doubt or lack of trust in self. When you have the knowingness to follow, when you, when you feel like, oh, I got to go here or meet this person and I'm not sure why, you just have this sense. So removing the distortion pattern of self-doubt, which is the mind that then kicks in saying that's not reasonable, why do I have to do that, doesn't make any sense, stupid, whatever. So helping you release this distortion pattern so that you follow your own knowingness, which will lead you into more efficiency or leveraging more efficiency on spirit level because you trust the way things are that aren't seen. So you trust that and allow you to be more in that flow state. Okay, as opposed to having your mind constantly questioning everything. So let's go ahead and remove this distortion pattern. Bringing your attention now to your solar plexus. And just manage your pain bodies for a bit. Taking a deep breath in, holding it for a second or two, then releasing it with some sound. Like, ah. Excellent. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series which is why I spend so much of my personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, Usually, there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.